the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. So are you ready? Are you ready for this new season that is coming our way? It is a great news, but also the way I feel, I feel very excited and at the same time a little bit anxious or even nervous because of the many things that are happening. So have you been listening to this program? You need to let us know. And if you're missing some of the programs, you can go to our website. We are on podcast. Our website is SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org. Or you can call me or talk to me or to one of our ministers that will be interested in hearing from you. The number is 210-695-1630. Okay. Today, we have an interesting topic, and I have with me here Mike Sasso, the president of Sons of God International, and we're going to talk about the upcoming feast, which is one of the three required feasts for us to celebrate, Christians and Jewish alike. I'm talking about the in-gathering, the Feast of the Trumpets, and the Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. Okay, so Mike is going to Washington, D.C. next week at the end of the month for a very, very timely celebration. They're going to hold a praise rally. But it is very, very significant because of what is ahead of us next week. So, Mike, can you say hello and explain? Hello, everybody. It's exciting to be here, and I am very excited about going to D.C. and what's about to happen. As Pastor Chris was saying, we are now celebrating or coming into the season of celebrating the ingathering, which is the last of the three feasts that were commanded by the Lord for his people to celebrate for all eternity. That means forever and ever and ever. And the reason for these feasts is to point to Jesus Christ. I mean, every one of these feasts points to Jesus. Every one of these feasts points to what he's done in the earth through his death and resurrection on the cross and bringing us into salvation. That's right. And it's also important because of the times that we're in, especially here in the United States of America. What is happening in our country and the celebration of the feast that Mike is going to explain to you, it is very important for us For the Christians, we need to be very, very excited. 
And the things that we need to really get rid from our stinking thinking or from attitude, or if we need to do some repentance, we need to do them. Especially next week, it's the end of the summer and what the Lord has released as a prophecy for the body of Christ and for United States of America is things in this country are going to be so accelerated in the things that God is going to do for his glory, not because of what we did. They will boggle our minds because there's something that we didn't even conceive or even pray for. It is a season of good harvest for the body of Christ, but it is also correction or judgment on the part of the wicked. The world system is going to be shaken, and God said it will start in the political arena. So the changes that are happening that you hear from the radio and watch over the news on what was going on because we have a primary presidential election going on, More things are going to happen, but God's hand is upon it as long as we, the body of Christ, will obey and follow the instruction of the Lord, okay? We need to focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. So having said that, Mike is going to explain to you the importance of celebrating the feast of in-gathering next week. And at the same time, I just wanted to remind you, that October 1st is also the beginning of the year of Jubilee. That's why it is important for us to celebrate this, take it to heart, and at the same time, make the necessary corrections. Take your post, body of Christ. And the things that were missed or lost in the past, we now have the opportunity. And what I'm saying is God has now opportunity to bless his people and to restore those things that were lost. That is the will of God, is to give us the kingdom of God, to bless his people for the glory of his name, so that we will be taking dominion here on earth. So it is important. The beginning of the Feast of Trumpets, Mike, is Wednesday, September 29th, September 30th. Uh, actually, on the Jewish calendar, it starts on Sunday evening, but we're going up on Wednesday, and the Feast of Trumpets is the very first part of that feast. And so we're talking about the Feast of the Ingathering. And, you know, prophetically, God has given us the three feasts, the Feast of Passover, which is Jesus Christ died on the cross for your and my sins, the Feast of Firstfruits, which is the early Pentecost, which is the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, and then this third feast, which is called the Ingathering, which is really a picture of the end of the age, and the last trumpet in God will sound, and the Lord shall ascend, and all his body will rise to meet him in the air. I mean, we are talking about the Feast of Trumpets here. And that's what this is. So the Feast of Tabernacles is a feast that really speaks to this in-gathering. And Jesus talked about the in-gathering when he talked about at the end of the age that the Lord would send his angels out and they would do what? They would gather all the wheat and all the tares and they would gather the tares to be burned and then they would gather the wheat into the harvest barn. And amazingly, he said, no, 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 don't pull those tares up now. Who sowed them? An enemy sowed them. Don't pull them up now. Wait until the harvest, and then they'll be gathered. And this is the season of harvest. So we're going up there to celebrate this Feast of Trumpets, Feast of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. So the trumpets is at the beginning of the feast when the trumpet is sounded to tell everybody to get ready. The Lord is coming back. Get ready. Every man's going to have to answer to the Lord Jesus Christ for everything that has been done. This is an exciting time, okay? 
And when the Holy Spirit comes into the earth, what does he do? He convicts the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. So when we sound this trumpet, the Holy Ghost will usher forth his presence to convict and to bring people to Christ. Amen to that. And by the way, the Feast of Ingathering, if you wanted to look it up, is in Exodus chapter 23, verse 16. You might want to study it or research it a little bit farther. Again, it's in Exodus chapter 23, verse 16. And at the beginning of the feast, it starts with the Feast of Trumpets. So the trumpet is sounded, and then right after the trumpets are sounded, after a period of 10 days, you come to the Day of Atonement. And what is the Day of Atonement? But the atoning for our sins by the blood of Jesus Christ. So all those who come to him, all those who acknowledge their weakness, who this is a great opportunity for every individual. I mean, let's face it, none of us, every man has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's what the Word of God says. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that to whoever would believe in him would not perish and have everlasting life. So we're going up there to celebrate. The Lord spoke specifically to me when Pastor Chris was in the Philippines. I believe it was in March or May. That's right. She was there in May during the Feast of Pentecost, actually, celebrating with the Philippine Church and educating them on celebrating these three feasts. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me to celebrate the Feast of the Ingathering in Washington, D.C. with a praise rally. So we're about to do that, and we're about to depart this next week, and we'll be up there, and on the 1st of October, we will be right outside the Senate and the House of Congress. We'll be right across the street from Congress in the Upper Senate Park, and we will be lifting up the name of Jesus. We're going to blow the trumpet in Zion. We're going to blow the trumpet in Washington, D.C., praise God, to call all men to atonement before the Lord Jesus Christ, and then to celebrate tabernacles, which is His presence, which will come and dwell in our land, to rededicate our land again to the Lord Jesus Christ. It is, um, it is specifically to worship God in spirit and in truth and nothing else. Mike and the praise team will celebrate the Feast of Ingathering or the uh, head of the year, which is Rosh Hashanah at the nation's capital in celebration of that for the whole body of Christ, the entire body of Christ here in the United States of America. And we are thanking God and praising God in advance for what he's about to do in this country, that he will turn this country towards righteousness. Because you and I are going to follow the instructions of the Lord. We're going to focus in obeying the commandment of the Lord, that is, go ye to all nations and preach the gospel of good news in power and make disciples. And at the same time, regarding our personal instruction from the Lord, we are going to continue to allow the Holy Spirit to clean our clocks, right? We're going to make the necessary correction, and you're going to see what God can do. And no one, no one can take the credit for this move of God. It will be for the glory of the Lord alone. So this is what the celebration of ingathering at the Capitol in uh, Washington, D.C. next week. So if God is sending you or telling you to go, you need to call us. But at the same time, you can celebrate the Feast of Ingathering here. Take time to spend with the Lord, okay? 
Amen. So it's a great celebration, and when we lift up the praise of God, God will be glorified. We're going to lift up the name of Jesus. And so I'm going to break into the details of this feast. So it's got three parts. It's got the Feast of Trumpets, it's got the Feast of the Atonement, and then it has Tabernacles, which is really the beginning of the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah. So it's like a rebirthing. And as Pastor Chris had mentioned, how exciting this is that this is actually the dawning of the year of Jubilee. This is this is actually October the 1st is the beginning of the year of Jubilee. And the Lord had us to be there that day. I didn't even know that. She told me coming over here today that, oh yeah, that's the first day of the Jewish New Year and of the year of Jubilee. And I was like, oh my gosh, what a better way to start the year of Jubilee than having a praise rally for Jesus Christ. I mean, wow. It is so exciting. So if any of y'all are in the D.C. area or if you have family up there, we're going to be at the Upper Senate Park on the 1st of October, starting at noon. We're going to go till 3 p.m. and just bring your praise shoes, bring your tambourines, bring your dancing shoes, and bring your banners to wave. And we're just going to lift up the name of Jesus and exalt his name in our nation's capital. Praise God. You know, it is so wonderful to be a Christian. And these are exciting times. Don't be concerned about what is going on or don't be alarmed with all the bad news, all the doom and gloom that you hear or watch on television. The turmoil all around us, the bad things and the dealings of the Lord is for the wicked. It's not for the bad of Christ. He is shaking the world and it will always be good news for us because of Jesus. Amen. Even if you read the book of Revelation, read the letters to the churches and what is going to happen to us, what will manifest instead of looking for the doom and gloom. That is not for you and I, okay? And at the same time, I'm so excited because we are partakers and we are part of the turning around of this country. It is under our watch and we need to focus on that and spend time to pray for our political leaders, spend time to pray for our country so that revival will really break forth in this country. The Jewish people celebrate this season, which is the Feast of Tabernacles, in a traditional way. In this season, the Feast of Tabernacles falls on September through October, and covers three feasts. It's the Feast of the Trumpets, the Days of Atonement, and the Head of the Year, or Rosh Hashanah, which is the New Year. So it is also in this particular year, on October 1st, that it is also a year of Jubilee. They are also required to enter Sabbath, or to rest, not to work. And for us, Jesus Christ is the Lord of the Sabbath. And we are going to celebrate it at that time, too, because we will enter his rest. Okay, so keep that in mind. It will be next week. You can start on September 30th or you can start this coming Sunday. It is important for us as Christians to celebrate it because we are not excused. But we have not been told for a long, long time that we're supposed to celebrate this because Jesus is the Lord of all. And then at the same time. The um, Jewish people are waiting for the Messiah. Well, ours, we know we are waiting for the Messiah. For them, it's his first coming. For us, it's his second coming. But we are both waiting for the same Messiah. 
that is why we need to celebrate that. And at the same time, when you celebrate the three feasts that are required by the Lord, not only you're obeying God, but you are really honoring him for everything that Jesus has done in our lives. I don't know about you, but I always look back in my life and I could never plan my life better than what the plan of God have placed in my life and the blessings that manifested in my life. So it's a very exciting life. So don't be alarmed by the bad news. You stay on the good news, okay? Amen. And you know, I'm reminded of the significance of the trumpet sounding because what does it say in the Word? It says, blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy mountain. What does that mean? That means that that all men will have to answer to the voice of heaven, to the sound of the Lord Jesus Christ's return, every individual. So this trumpet sound in Hebrew days both represented the voice of God and God's might in warfare. And interestingly enough, what did God tell Joshua to do when he circled Jericho? He said, look, in Joshua chapter 6, verse 2, he said, look, I have given Jericho over to your control, along with its kings and valiant soldiers. Then he told them to march around the city, all the soldiers circling the city once, and do this for six days. And with seven priests carrying the ark and seven trumpets made with ram's horns. And on the seventh day of the march around the city, while they were to blow their trumpets. And so that's what they did. They circled that city and they marched. They didn't speak. They didn't have dialogue. They didn't argue. They didn't threaten Jericho. They obeyed the Lord. They showed up. They didn't speak. And then they blew the trumpet. And what happened? The walls of Jericho fell flat. And I'm here to tell you right now, that's exactly what's going to happen to the to the walls that our enemy has built around this nation. They're going to fall flat in the name of Jesus as we sound that trumpet in our nation's capital. All that have called evil good and good evil, they're going to realize no more will that stand in our country. We will see a great deliverance this year in this year of Jubilee. You watch God's hand move. This is not a hand of any man. The battle is the Lord's. Amen. And we were looking in Second Kings or First Kings chapter 20. Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles 20, where Jehoshaphat had been surrounded by a great host. We were just studying that this last Sunday. And what happened? He didn't know what to do. So he went before the Lord and the prophet came in and said, you don't have to fight this battle, Jehoshaphat, because the battle is the Lord's, praise God. This battle is the Lord's. That is right. And all the Lord instructed Jehoshaphat to do through the prophet was go ahead and march down. Go there anyway. And he told them where to go and just position yourself. But the battle is mine. So in other words, when God tells us something, just like this praise and worship rally in Washington, D.C., all we need to do is to obey. Don't figure out how God is going to do it. Don't try to make things happen. Don't look for a big crowd. Don't make a name for yourself, but just do it just like what they did. And after they did that, King Jehoshaphat told the people, have faith in God and you shall be established and believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. A lot of times you hear people and say, oh, believe in the prophets and you shall prosper. No, have faith in God first and be established. Then believe in the prophets and you shall prosper. You have to be established by the word of God. You cannot lean on just prophecies after prophecies, but you have to be established by the word of God. 
okay? Because John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. So it is important for us to just obey that instruction. And then King Jehoshaphat assigned praisers and dancers. What kind of war? What kind of battle is that? But you know what? Because they did it, the reason why King Jehoshaphat have assigned dancers and singers ahead in the battlefield by his action and his decree, he was practically telling God and the entire nation of Judah and Jerusalem that we don't need to be fighting. God said the battle is his. So we're going to celebrate. That is an act of faith, but of Christ. So when God have instructed Mike and the entire praise team to go to have a praise and worship rally in Washington, D.C., and they're going to do it. They're not going to proclaim any judgment. They're not going to preach the word of God. They are proclaiming and they are telling God, we believe you. So we are celebrating in advance because this country is going to turn around towards righteousness in spite of our political leaders. Amen? Amen. And I'm reminded right now of Second Samuel chapter 6, where David had just brought the Ark of the Covenant back into Jerusalem. And he danced before the Lord with all his might. He was so excited about what God had just done and brought the Ark of the Covenant back, and he began to dance. And then prophet Nathan came, and David wanted to build a house for God to dwell in. And Nathan came, and Nathan said, just do what seems right to you. But then after Nathan left, the Lord spoke to Nathan and told him, the word of the Lord came to him and says, go tell my servant David, thus saith the Lord. What the Lord said to David was, no, 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 you're not going to build this house for me, but your son will. And then he went on further in chapter 7, down in verse 13, he says, and he shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. And I will be his father, in verse 14, and he shall be my son. And if he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with stripes of the children of men. But, verse 15, my mercy shall not depart away from him as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thine house, this is what God is saying to David, your house and your kingdom shall be established forever. So even if the children of Israel sins before him, he said, I'm going to raise up the sons of men to chasten him, but I'm going to bring him back because my name, he is saying, is going to be on his house, your house, David, forever. And according to all these words, Nathan spoke to him. And that is what's happening in the United States of America where we have been as a nation, it's the same blessing. God's not going to take his spirit from us. But what's happened? There have been individuals and sons of men, if you would, that have been risen up to chasten the body of Christ, to get our hearts back toward God 100%. We're going to serve God with all of our heart, all of our soul. We're going to love God with all of our heart, and we're going to love one another and love if you would love our enemies, love those that despitefully use us. That is our battle cry. That is what God's calling us to do. And as he praised God, and we're going to see that same manifestation in our nation, God's going to restore this nation. So now, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, 
I'm going to have Mike pray for you, pray for the sick, pray for whatever is your situation is. And what I want you to do is you start praising God. If you can dance before the Lord, start dancing and thanking him instead of asking him for your healing, asking him for your deliverance. You start celebrating. We're going to release the word. You take it by faith and you start celebrating. Okay. Okay. Mike, can you pray for them? Father, I thank you right now for every individual that is in the sound of my voice right here, Lord, across the airwaves of South Texas and across the Internet and across any other avenue that they're hearing this voice, Lord. There's no distance in the Spirit. And by the word of the Lord right now, we release over them in Jesus' name, healing. Come to your body now in Jesus' name. Deliverance. Come to your body right now. Come to your homes. Come to your relationships, your families, in Jesus' name. Your finances, in the name of Jesus. I call order in these households right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you've done. And, Lord, I thank you right now for salvation to loved ones. Friend, I know there's many in the sound of my voice right now that have loved ones that don't know Christ, if you just receive this right now, that by the word of the Lord, God, we are sending laborers into the harvest field to minister to them. Lord, convict them of their sin and of righteousness and of judgment and let them know they need a Savior right now in Jesus' name. This is the year of Jubilee. It's time for salvation to come to your house in Jesus' name. So you just receive that, believe that, take that, have that, and thank God for it. It's done. It's done. It's done. I'll leave it in the Lord's hands. Line your confession up with it. Every remembrance of these individuals say, God, you got them. You got them. You got them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen, give us a call. Let us hear from you and let us know what God has just done. You've got our number at 210-695-1630 or you can visit us at our website at S-O-G-M-I dot org. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.